Hi, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Likes. I'm Shy. And I'm Winter. Back again. With another one. With another one. Yeah. And today is actually the drop of our merch. So if you are watching this, the merchandise is now available. We are going to add a link above. Please click the link. Please buy our merch. Please support us. Shy is wearing one of our hoodies. We have this in white and, and Heather gray. gray. And then also we have three t-shirts with different designs and a pair of shorts, which go with all of the shirts. Mm -hmm. Um, and thank you guys in advance for all of your support, for all of your orders. We really appreciate it. We hope you guys show out and sell out. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We appreciate all the love. We love that y'all have been waiting on this merch, and it will not disappoint. I am telling you, Band Men with Mics is yes, the shirt, iconic. The shirt says, Band Men, Men with, with Mics. Okay? And, I mean, how real is that? Because... We all know there's far too many men with a mic these days. And so they need to just shut the hell up. They need to just be banned. They so. need to be banned. And we have another one. We yeah. have we have a few. So go check them out, yeah. guys. They're they're check really cute. They're all different little unique designs. They're not just boring. So. Made by yours truly, honestly. Oh, yeah, I yeah. did design them. <laughs> she designed them. I was like, okay. Yeah. It's actually hard designing shirts, too. I was just like, oh, that's actually. because I, I like, was feeling crafty one day. You were. I was like, <laughs> I love it. That was like me when I bought that Tumblr set. I was like, I'm just. <laughs> I didn't even tell her because I didn't want her to be like, no, we're not going to do Tumblr. I was like, yeah. I bought it with my own little money. I was like, look, let me just get this and see if I could do it. And then she I got, ended up almost the, throwing the printer. The cups. She's talking about the cups, y'all, by the way, the, the Tumblr yeah. cups. Well, I'm going to put those. I'm. We're going to have those exclusive when. I do figure it out when I do figure out how to work the tumblers we're gonna have those exclusively for our patreon yes uh, subscribers so I'm gonna figure it out one of these days yeah we've kind of been going through a lot with the merchandise which is why it's taken as long as yeah. it's taken but we are thankful to get out what we have and uh, we hope you guys love it but let's get into this episode it's been so long what you've been doing this week has it been that long? I feel like it has. I feel like a lot's gone on. I feel like we've done so much. You don't think we've done a lot? Oh, yeah. You know what I was thinking? I was like, because I was wondering, because we traveled so much. I was like, yeah. have we gotten up today yet? But I was like, the last one was up today. Yeah, we caught I was up like, today. We've gotten up today, right? Yes, we have finally caught up today, and we did a bunch of stuff for our Patreon. So go subscribe to our Patreon. Y'all, can you please tell them what we did for the Patreon? Oh, which one? <laughs> We have two different videos. Oh I don't know God. if the pregnancy one's going to be up, but we did horseback riding and yeah. we went vintage shopping at a thrift store and we went to have like a little girly pop yeah. dinner. I we went horseback riding, which is really cute and fun in a grand ball. And we're going to have that vlog up. But also we are insane. So basically we had, okay, I ordered us these like fake pregnancy bellies a really long time mm -hmm. ago off of Amazon. And I was like, let's one day go pretend like we're out drinking with these pregnancy bellies. And we just kind of forgot about them. They're sitting in my office. And then just out of the blue, we were going to go out the other night after horseback riding, right? Wasn't yeah, it, after it was horseback after horseback riding. riding. And <laughs> yeah, we were like, well, let's go get the pregnancy bellies. Yeah. So we did that. Y'all, it was it was crazy. You guys got to watch the video. Here, we'll insert a clip for you guys mm -hmm. right now just so you guys can get a sneak peek of our little pregnancy journey at the bars. Check it out. Cheers to pregnancy. To teen pregnancy. Cheers to teen pregnancy. Cheers to teen pregnancy. Hmm. 
But yeah, so it was crazy. And you guys are going to have to watch the full video for all the details. But we also ended up accidentally crashing a wedding that night. I'm crying. <laughs> Why are you? I did not feel, if, if I would have been dressed up better, I would have enjoyed that wedding. Mm -hmm. I would have been there. I would have sat down. I would have ate their food. I right. would have had a grand ball with the bride yeah. and the groom. They, they would have been a part of my family after that. I would have been a part of their family. We were not dressed for the wedding, so we didn't end up staying for long, but it was still very funny. Like, why did why does this type of shit happen to us? <laughs> Crashing a wedding <laughs> with fake pregnancy bellies on. The freaking security at the front door was like, oh, it's a girl, huh? I was like, yeah, <laughs> sure is. Girl, ain't nothing in there but fluff. <laughs> Literally. We was doing belly bumps and everything at L the bars. <laughs> Punching each other in the stomach. People were judging us, talking shit. Like, it was it was insane. Y'all got to yeah, watch it. Yeah, it was hilarious. But, um, yeah, what's been going on with you in your week, separately? Besides that, honestly, I mean, a lot. Yeah. This has been a stressful <laughs> week for me. It really has. I had a, like, first of all, also, my cycle came on today, so I was like, mm -hmm. all right, great. Finally, it was 11 days late. Ooh. Yeah, bro, I'm like 12 oh, well, twelve no. days late, but I'm like, this it's is. It's a spironolactone, I'm telling you. But you know, my cycle's always been late. Even when yeah. since I first started having a cycle, I remember I went like five months one time without a cycle when I was like 17, 18. Wow. But, um, yeah, so I am experiencing right now like a transition. And brokenness. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The transition is brokenness. Low key, damn near. I not broken. You're no. not, you, it's not been that long for you to experience brokenness. Like, that was no, an exaggeration. It's a lot that is going on. Like, since I moved into my apartment, you know, like, I did have this, I, it was questionable of, like, you know, I haven't been happy in my job for a while, mm -hmm. even though I've been working there for damn near five years. I've been there for five years. I haven't been happy to pass, like, since after COVID, honestly, I haven't really been that happy, but I've been going and it's like, it's easy, it's consistent money and mm -hmm. it's fast money yeah. and you get addicted to fast money. What they say about fast money, it is true. Mm -hmm. You get addicted to it. So it's literally like a lot has happened recently within my job that has kind of been like forcing my hand mm -hmm. to like question if I'm still going to be there, like what's the next step with that. So it's just like. I've been sad. I've been like, I've, I, I just don't know. And it's just like, lately, I just, I put on the note cards. It was like stepping out on faith is like my biggest thing right now. Just stepping out on faith and seeing like, what is this next step for me? Because obviously I feel like I'm being forced into a next chapter of my life. And I feel like, you know, I've talked to y'all. I've talked to my man. I've talked to, you know, like my support system. And like mm -hmm. everybody is in like agreement of like, you have not liked that place for a minute. You have complained. Yeah. You have been in this position to where you don't really want to stay there. And, like, luckily I'm doing something that is lucrative as well. Yeah. That I love, mm -hmm. that I'm, you know, I'm doing with my best friend. So it's just, like, I am in, I, I'm just in this state of confusion, but just trying to step out on faith and figure out what the next step is for me without yeah. even honestly knowing. And I feel like sometimes, like, everything is up in the air. Like, yeah. I, so, like, you know, everything is up in the air for me. And it's just, like, I feel like I just got this new place, double my rent. Yeah. And... I'm taking away one of my streams of income. Right, right. So it just, to me, it doesn't make sense. But it's like, should I, when I, should, so should I just stop going to my job and just fully invest in this, fully put forth all of my eggs until, you know, this basket and yeah. just like see where it thrives and see what the next step is. But yeah, it's been hard for me to even do that or even mm -hmm. think about that or even just like, I mean, I'm questioning a lot of different things. And, you know, like even what you told me about how you had to step out. Yeah. It just, it's kind of just, I just, I'm just trusting God's timing of everything and going to put forth everything into 
this next chapter. And I yeah. feel like everything just kind of happens for a reason. Yeah, I was, we were talking the other day and like I was just telling her like that, you know, I know what it feels like to have that fast income. Obviously, yeah. when I used to be a stripper, when I was young as hell, mm -hmm. like that was extremely fast money, extremely addicting, like you said. And one of the things I had to do was step out on faith. I had yeah. to literally be like, this is not what I want for myself. I do not want to be a stripper for the rest yeah. of my life. I And I know that I'm destined for bigger things. Mm -hmm. And it was very, very hard in the beginning. I was very addicted to the money. I remember watching my bank ac account dwindle, 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 Yo. and go down to the almost credit nothing. Credit card statements are insane. Yeah, right and I I remember watching it and being like, oh my god, like what am I going to do? But I yeah. was just like, I just gotta just start. I just mm -hmm. gotta start doing some shit, and I was able to you know do it. I think the first thing I ever did after I did the show because people think that. When you do TV, you get paid a bunch of money. No, you don't. Yeah. We were making $500 a week on Bad Girls Club, and that was just enough mm -hmm. to cover my rent of my apartment that I had back home. And then you still have to pay for shit, like, while yeah. you're on the show. But you have to pay for stuff? Yes, you still have to pay for shit. So, like, I mean, we weren't making no damn money. Like, people thought I made, like, half a million dollars from that show. No, yeah. I had to, as soon as I came out of there, I had, like, $400. I was, like... Uh, I was fresh That's out of it. Yes, I was fresh out of a relationship where, where I was pretty much getting what I wanted. So like mm -hmm. now I had nothing like really like no income yeah. for real. Um, I had probably saved some money from like some little random bartending jobs or some shit. But mm -hmm. I had to step out on faith. I had to start my business. I had to like start flipping money. I started Frost Collection, and mm -hmm. like I, when I started seeing that money coming in a different way, yeah, I felt better about it. I was like, now I have like my own business. Like yeah. you know, this is a new chapter. It taught me how to run businesses, yeah. which to this day like I've kept with me. And I was telling Shy that, like, sometimes you have to give up fast, quick, easy money to make more. Because yeah. if I would have never myself quit, you know, doing what I was doing, I would probably still be a stripper and, yeah. you know, think, oh, this is fast money. This is yeah. a lot of money. But I would have never made as much money as yeah. I've made today. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like you got to take a step back to take a big step yeah. forward, you know? And it's like, I'm old and there's nothing against bartending at all. There's nothing, mm -hmm. but it's like, I'm older and it's like the clothes that I'm even wearing there is just like, I, it, I just don't feel as, I just don't even feel as comfortable anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I, I could see myself just being there and making new excuses for every single time. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I'm like, I just feel like I'm just being forced my hand is just being forced, and I just think it's an opportunity to go in the right direction, and I just feel like it's for us to go further. And, yeah. like, you know, just to invest in and put it all into something that I love. Yeah. And we've been, like, you know, talking to, like, a lot of people. We've been taking also steps behind the scenes to, like, mm -hmm. see how we can push ourselves as a podcast and, yeah. like, you know, to go farther and to, like, you know, just get into different rooms yeah. in this industry. And we've been doing good, like, for, for starting out. But obviously we want to take it yeah. there. So, you know, we've been trying to put our ear to the ground yeah. and you know just we've been we've been making a lot of little moves and behind like closed even doors. the even with the podcast too it's like I do want more outside of that too like mm -hmm. how you say you're gonna start like you were thinking about doing music again yeah let's get excited y'all put it in the comments <laughs> 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 but like thinking about doing it's like there's more to me as well it's like even when we talk about our week I'm like I want to mm -hmm. have more that I'm doing as well so it's just like yeah. I need to remind myself that where I'm at is enough and I need to like remind myself to be like, I congratulate myself. Right. But I'm always like, what's next? What's more? And I can't enjoy where I'm at right now right. because I'm always looking for the next thing mm -hmm. to 
appease what I'm going, what I'm feeling. I mean, I think that's okay. I mean, I do the same thing, so yeah. I understand what you're saying. But like, I also kind of think that that's a good thing because it 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 stops you from like being, being stagnant. Yeah, I'm the same way. I've literally like I have a whole journal entry about this that I literally wrote a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. I literally was like, I don't think I'll ever be satisfied because yeah. I feel like I need to always be getting mm -hmm. to the next level, and I can never take you know, a second to be like, oh, I'm so thankful that I'm here. Yeah. I mean, I have my moments where I'm yeah. like, damn, like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. I've come such a long way. But I'm always like, what's next? What can I do to get bigger, better? Like, you know, and I mean, I think that's good. You know, it keeps you moving. It keeps yeah. you going. Like, you're not, you're not stagnant. That's like, uh, what is it? Uh, is there a glass ceiling mindset? I don't freaking know what it's called, but no ceiling mindset. I, don't I had know. to. I had to pray. I had to like. I really was like. I need some answers. I. I really do because it really has. Like I really have been being bothered by this. I'm yeah. Crying. What? This. What this little plan? <laughs> bothered by both of them in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> but just like I had to pray and I had to remind myself. I'm like literally God is my neighbor right now. You know what I'm period. saying? Period. Like, period. So I literally was like, you know what? I am happy. Like. Every every new level is also new devils. So mm -hmm. I know that and I understand that I have to be prepared for that. Yeah. It's just going out in stride and just fighting those devils and just noticing and realizing that it's for the better picture, a bigger purpose, you know? Yeah, yeah. So. I think that, you know, there we have barely scratched the surface with, like, what we're going to be able to do with yeah. our podcast and, like, I'm excited to like get to the, I'm just excited to get to all those new levels. And we know that the the goal for us, we want a, a show. We want, you know, yeah. all of these things to come from this. And we want to take all the right steps to like get to where we're going. But I definitely think that, you know, you're probably going through some growing pains right now. And it's like getting uncomfortable because it's time for you to level up. And it's time for you. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I already thought I was doing that with my apartment for one. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I thought that was one level and we were right. good. Right. But you know what I'm saying? They say it's a trickling effect. Remember when I had my Hyundai and I was like, I need to, and I was, and then when I purchased my Mercedes and I was going back to my apartment, I was like, uh-uh, I'm this ain't adding up. This ain't it. <laughs> this ain't adding up no more. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it is always a trickling effect. And it's just like, I think the scary part is that I was so complacent and so comfortable with where my rent was mm -hmm. before. And now, like, literally. I mean, that's understandable. Yeah. Though. And now, literally two months in, yeah. my new apartment, I'm about to lose my damn job. <laughs> I mean, How it's you get okay. fired on your off day. <laughs> no, literally though. No, but I mean, you, you are lucky enough and blessed enough that you have. We have income. You, yeah. you know, it's not like we. And have, I've saved up a lot of money. Yeah. And I have, like, you know, I was talking to my man. And he was just like, you know, I always got your back. Yeah. So it's like, I. But I'm like, you know how I am with money. You know how I am with money. I love, yeah. I love it all. I love a lot of it. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I mean, you're lucky. You have. You now have a different stream of income yeah. with this you got a good man by your side that is not just gonna let you go broke or hungry yeah so it's like you could not have those things and really be going through it yeah. it's a it's a stepping stone like it might be yeah. uncomfortable for a little bit but you know you got to go through it I mean shit I'm going through the same fucking thing like you know there's things that I've had to I've had to I quit doing fashion over I mm -hmm. quit doing like a lot of brand deals that I've had because I, I feel like it's just not aligning with who mm -hmm. I want to be and yes did that have me you know take a financial hit like a financial hit? Yeah, of course it did. But I'm like, it's okay because I'm I'm growing to make even more money than I was before. So yeah. it's just like whatever. Do you do you still want to do those brand deals though? Like those separate ones? I like what would benef what would be a brand deal that you like are is ideal for you or where you feel like you fit in? It You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. 
and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that'll make you look like the gym. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentic experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, every stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into these sneakers, put on that watch, get your real glow up on, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that your feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This depends on what it is. I mean, we now we get <laughs> we have deals now on mm. like the podcast and I feel like we you know, we approve those. We feel like they line up with us. Yeah. Like, you get what I mean? Uh, but okay, like I get it's what just you're I, I mean, I literally had somebody ask me this today on live and they're like, "Why don't you do Fashion Nova anymore?" And it's literally nothing against Fashion Nova. But I just felt like they quit paying me what I deserved. Yeah. And like it just became like like I was making so much money when I first started working with them. And then just over the years, it started going lower and lower. And then what they were asking of me started going higher. And I'm like, y'all have me fucked up. Yeah. And that's honestly kind of <laughs> weird. But how I feel at my job, it was like y'all are asking more and more, making us dress skimpier and skimpier. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell the difference between me and a stripper. No disrespect. But like <laughs> I literally couldn't tell the difference with how our outfits were. And yeah. I'm like, I'm feeling more and more uncomfortable. I'm getting... Right. Verbally assaulted damn near every day right. with, you know, like... I'm getting sexualized. Sexually sexualized. I'm yeah. like, when men would come to the bar, they looking at my vagina before they even look at my <laughs> eyes. They'd be like, can I have a pussy drink? I'm like, they just mix up Pussy juice work. on the rocks. Pussy juice on the rocks. <laughs> put your finger in it. And look, and I'm like, what are we doing here? And, you know, I'm very personable, and I love people, so I yeah. never really, I never, I was like, this is perfect for me. I have a drunk personality mm -hmm. without even being drunk. So, like, yeah. I do love bartending. I do love, and no disrespect to where I was at because I love them, too. I've been there for so long. Yeah. And, um... But it was just like, I'm getting older and I don't want to just be in the club. I don't right. really want that environment all the time. Auntie be getting tired. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like. That's natural. Like, yeah. nobody wants to be the old bartender or the old stripper. Yo, because, bitch, you start getting mean. You start getting annoyed at every little thing. When people, when that new age is a 21 is coming in, I'm like, what the right. hell do you want, dummy? Figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Right, young buck. Young buck. <laughs> you need to know what you need a drink. You always want a long eye. Right. Like, and that's the, the biggest drink to make. I got to make four different liquors. Right. But, I mean... I think it's good, though. I yeah. think that everything is going to fall into place. Everything's going to work out. Divine timing. We're blessed. We're, we're blessed. thankful. Yeah. We love you guys so much. Just like, you know, since we're talking about this, we none of it would be possible without, without you guys. Without y'all. Yeah, and I appreciate y'all so much. Even, like, just... Everything. It literally yeah. will make me cry. <laughs> you can tell okay. my cycle on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, speaking of, you know, growing pains and going through things, I want to talk about Wendy Williams. Yeah. Wendy Williams has been having some growing pains, and it has been a serious thing. We watched her documentary, the first part of her documentary. We didn't get mm -hmm. to watch the second half. But it is just, it is so sad to see you know, what's going on with Wendy Williams. I know that some people are like, oh, well, you know, she talked shit all them years about people and it's karma. And yeah. I don't think, no. I don't feel like anyone deserves that as karma. No. Like, I don't think that's somebody's karma. I don't think God will do somebody unjust like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. when you watch it, it's actually really sad. It is extremely it, sad. You know what got me at first? Okay, so, okay, this may sound messed up, but I can't watch, like, 
my 600 pound life I can't watch mm -hmm. because sometimes certain things just gross me out a little bit. Yeah. And what's that disease that Wendy has? Graves. Graves, Graves disease. I think that's what it is. The it's Graves, Graves disease. disease where, yeah. And it was just certain parts where I'm like, I, it is making me uncomfortable. Her it's eyes. like making my like, skin crawl She's talking about bit. her eyes. Yeah, so when her... Because <laughs> you... <laughs> I, it was making me uncomfortable. So I'm like, I was like, I don't really even want to watch this. That's how... Yeah, was, Shai kept looking at me like... Are we really watching this? It made me uncomfortable. Yeah. And then, like, what? But I had to, like, really take that, take that part out of it and just, like, really watch mm -hmm. and, like, see what was going on. And her son got yeah. me like how uh, the love for her son got me and how much her son like i they they're trying to pin her son against her say that her son was spending all his money doing this. i think he was just being a i teenager. mean he probably was spending all that money but he was but being a teenager yeah he's being a fucking teenager with a rich parent like it's not like and he, he said that wendy was a lot miss wendy allowing was allowing him. that because she felt bad because her the lack of her parenting and her drinking right, right. throughout his childhood yeah which is so understandable like, i can see that and i can understand but i feel like she has no one around like yeah. real family members around that love her and her that, niece she has her niece who is like don't be playing about her we didn't watch that part because that the was the second part yeah and we you weren't really seeing that but her niece is like totally not okay with the exploitation that's going on with her aunt mm -hmm. her manager is exploiting the absolute out of her it actually was pissing me off while i was watching yeah, it me too because he's over there like she's fine she's fine y'all like bro she's not fine she's, she's literally not okay. not okay like you know so i was just watching it like how can you sit here and look at this woman and say that she is okay she is clearly having She's she she got Episodes, diagnosed with yeah. some type of dementia, and it makes complete sense the way she's talking to employees, the way she's talking to people, extremely aggressive, which dementia does. I've also mm. seen a lot of comments like, "Yeah, it was extremely aggressive." Yes, a lot of comments are like, "Oh, it's Wendy's disgusting. Look how she's talking to people. She has a yeah. brain disease. Her brain is frying in her." skull literally she does not mm. remember things she she it, it's dementia y'all that's what happens when people yeah. get dementia sometimes they get extremely aggressive yeah. they get mean as hell they don't remember who you are they you know what i'd be it, mean as hell too i don't course. know what the hell's going on right now i'm if, just yeah. annoyed at everything if you don't know what's going on you're going to be you know an asshole like come on yeah. your brain is not functioning anymore and just the fact that her manager is so money hungry that yeah. he's willing to exploit her and i don't like how he makes it seem that like he's just like i don't like how he's soft-spoken it pisses that pisses me off a little mm. bit too mm -hmm. yeah you didn't notice that not really i felt like he was just like wendy wants to uh wendy. oh yeah i, get what I was just like Shut right the hell. Like, with the fat ass me. chains around his neck yeah like oh god pack it the f up. Like you are just some <laughs> skis ball and you don't care about this woman's health. This yeah. woman should be off of cameras right now. Yeah. Like what's his name? What is it? Bruce Willis? Yeah, Bruce Willis is done. Is, like Bruce Willis done, has done dementia now too. And do is he have a camera in his face? Do, are people recording him for a documentary? No, they're not. They're letting him deal with his disease in private because that is that's yeah. hard to see, you know? And like Wendy Williams, her whole career has been like this outspoken, fiery personality. Mm -hmm. It's devastating to see somebody go through that like you know like especially like a woman like it's just like recording the downfall of when it's like they said where is wendy williams but like i've seen this one comment not like, in her right mind yeah so why is the camera in her face she's not in her right mind so why are y'all filming this documentary like why is this even going on yeah. you know so i don't know i feel bad about the whole situation Me i didn't too. even watch part two and then well because it was so difficult to find. Oh, yeah, it was so also, difficult It was so to hard to find. Yeah. But also, we didn't watch the second half, but they did say, they give, like, a little note and was just, like, 
filming would not have been taking place if we knew that she had dementia. And I'm like, I think that's a lie. They I think said they that? Were, yeah, they said, I seen that. I seen the little thing in the second one. Well, it was because, I don't think she had her diagnosis when they started, because mm -hmm. as it said in the beginning, it was over the span of a year. Yeah. So it was clearly something wrong, wrong with her, yeah. but I guess they did not have it pinpointed, but maybe it shouldn't have came out. You yeah. get what I mean? Like, I mean, I don't know who okayed it, but maybe it just shouldn't have came out. You know, it's showing this woman in her most vulnerable, vulnerable moment. And I, I don't know. I just feel bad for her. I feel bad for her son. She's not that old. Yeah. And I feel bad for her family members, too, having to watch that as well. And I mean, I don't know if some of them agree with it and some of them don't. Mm -hmm. You know what I was saying when we were watching? I was like, I don't know if I would really go on a documentary I don't to talk about my family like my sisters yeah. are like I don't well, know I mean if I you felt like you had that. if you felt like you had nobody around you to advocate for you you would because you'd be like well hold on let me go make sure shit is straight yeah you I know? can understand having to advocate for myself like how Kevin had to go on there and right. talk about her son had to go on there and, talk and how about, her like, niece had to go on there yeah. too how there was like a clip I saw on TikTok of her niece like um some lady was like can I talk to you for a second she was like no who are you she was like you can leave I'm like mm. she ain't playing period I mean hey yeah. Well, in other news of the people exploiting their their relationship, Boy. the the 50-part Tessa, Tessa uh, TikTok. Oh, Risa Tisa. I thought Tisa. her name was Risa Tisa. Risa Tisa. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not watching 50 parts of nothing. I'm really not. I did not watch all 50 parts. I saw the first three parts. I commented on the video when it first came out before she had any followers, any views, and I was like, that's crazy, girl. I've gone through something with a liar just as bad. And then blew up, and she made 50 parts. I said, I can't sit <laughs> through this. Part, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't sit through it. But I understand. I understand. I it's literally crazy. will read, because my sisters were talking about it, and I will read their review of it, because I thought that was funny. Uh, let me see. She said, one of my sisters said, I watched it, skipped a lot. She talks so slow with so many deep breaths and keeps recapping the same stuff. It's basically saying she met a man and was a liar about pretty much everything and how much money he had, his ex-wife, his stepkids, his education, previous employment, everything. And her, and her ass was so happy to have a man that she didn't ask any questions. The way she got to the bottom of it was there was supposed to get a house when it was time for him to prove how much money he had, he couldn't. Moral of the story, don't be desperate for a man and ask questions and ask questions when shit don't make sense. Also, it was just her fat ass talking like, bitch, show oh. a picture of your discoveries or something. Show a picture of your discoveries? Yeah, like just she she was like also it was just her fat ass talking, like show a picture of what you discovered. Show some like oh like make receipts? it a little interesting or something. Oh like receipts. Um, I mean yeah, I don't know. It was crazy. Pathological liars scared the fuck out of me. So was it a man? Well, it was her man, basically. I yeah, I did man. not watch one single. It was her man. It was like her. It was her man, and he just ended up being a pathological liar. Remember, I dealt with the path pathological liar. Who? I'm not gonna say his name, obviously. Remember the guy who had Oh, me? yeah, yeah. No, I don't think we were talking at that time, but I, rem I remember you telling me about it. The one you had to take to a lie detector test? Yes, he was like, I'll even go get a lie detector test. And, and, he, and he failed the lie detector test? To this day. No, he passed the lie detector test. But to this day, I think that he either paid the lie detector test guy off or he's just that good of a liar that he passed it because he literally is a pathological liar. And he, oh my God, bro, this man, bro, I wish I could say his name. He is a actual great A lunatic and this man is famous like he is a known man really? yes he is a known man <laughs> he's like speaks for companies like as a face of companies wow. like yes and i'm like this man is a lunatic like it's like oh my god it's just so crazy like 
Ugh. Oh I feel God. like in order to pass a lie detector test, you got to have some military training. So that's some real deep lying to be no, doing. No, he is like a lick, like an actual textbook psychopath, pathological liar. I that's have never crazy. met. Literally to the point, it scared me. How long were y'all talking? Not long. And I never admitted to talking to him because it was so embarrassing. <laughs> like I, and I knew something was up, but like I was just like, whatever, you know. Let me just see. It was yeah. like some true. It was a movie. It was wow. a fucking. It was like a out of a horror movie, low key. And and then when I actually quit fuck with him, I remember looking in his eyes and seeing a fuck like a demon. And I was like, oh, this is the type of man that will kill me. I don't doubt that this man will kill a woman. I'm not even joking. I told my mother this. I told all my friends this. Damn, I, I was like, he's gonna end up killing somebody. Promise you. What was the first thing you noticed that, like, what was the red flag of, like, oh, this man is lying? Because I want to know how T. Teresa got this far. What is the red flag that other people was telling me he was a liar? Oh. He had his own homeboys reach out to me and tell me that he was a liar. People that he was cool with who I'm, I knew, too, in passing, but they were like, I just want to let you know, like, you they, need to watch out for this man. I've never had another man reach out to me about another man about that. That is crazy. Like, that's how scary this person is. So people already was telling me he was a liar. And then it was just like crazy shit kept happening. Crazy shit kept coming out. Then my ex, my ex boyfriend somehow name got thrown into. He made up a lie about my ex boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He would li he would lie about the craziest shit to the point I had to call my ex mm -hmm. Justin. I had to call Justin and I was like, "Do you know this guy?" He's like making up. He's like, "I don't even know who the fuck that is." That's crazy, bro. Pathological liar, bro. Uh, just like, how did you shit. get there? How did you get? That I can't far? tell more details because I don't want people to. know Yeah, who now he I'm is. curious because I'm like yeah. I don't even remember like. Tell me real quick, real quick. Because I don't think that we were ta we weren't talking during that time. What do you mean? What, what was, was his name? Oh, oops, oh, we forgot about him. him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a fucking lunatic, bro. I tell you, a lunatic. Yes. Really? Yes, and I'm not even joking. Like it was, it was terrifying. Like he's he's a psychopath. And I remember one time, I had what did I get? I got mad at him for something. <gasps> I forgot to put a tamp on it. Ew. Oh my goodness. I had got mad at him for something and like normally he would be very nice to me and I was like why would you do like he had did some weird shit and I was like why would you do that and then he was like we're in a public restaurant y'all he goes he goes like this he's just like I don't like he's like I don't know he goes bitch if you ever and I was like oh, oh my god and I got up and I left and I was like, I called my homeboy in New York and I was like, yo, where you at? Like, I need to leave this man. He is terrifying. And then when I, the, and then he was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I shouldn't have said that to you. Keep oh my God, I'm in, I am in shock. I'm in New York with him, right? In New York with him. We flew private out there, like blah, 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 all this shit. And so um, I end up going back with him and because he's like so he, he's so apologetic he's all of this stuff and then I I'm telling my homegirl I'm like yo this man is like he's weirding me out like just everything is coming together like I need to get away from this man mm -hmm. so I I'm literally so scared to just be like hey I'm leaving yeah, I was just about to ask so how did you yeah, end it I was scared to be like I'm leaving so I was like I'm gonna go to lunch with my homegirl mm -hmm. and he was like all right so I go to lunch with my homegirl and I'm like telling her the whole situation and she's like all right let's go back and get your stuff I I call my homegirl I'm like let's go to lunch we go to lunch and then um, I'm telling her the situation she's like you got to get out of the situation I got a bad feeling about it I'm like I do too he scares me he's like literally like going to like hurt me and I need you to be there for me to get my stuff out of the house and she's like all right so we go back to the house she's with me and he's gone he's at the grocery store he's like oh I'm at the grocery store um blah 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 so I'm like perfect I can get my stuff and mm. leave why did he lock my stuff in a room so I couldn't <gasps> leave 
he locked my stuff in a room so I couldn't leave. And then, um, so my homegirl's like, I gotta go, like, da 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 da, like, just oh Uber my to my house. So I'm like, I'm like, hey, did you know your your door is locked? And he's like, no, it's locked. Like, I didn't know. It was, he locked it, y'all. He locked the door so I couldn't get my shit. He knew I was trying to leave. He could sense that I was, like, freaked out. And um, he ends up coming back, and I'm like, I'm grabbing my stuff. He's like, what are you doing? Like, you're leaving? And I'm like, yeah, I'm leaving. He's like, don't ever come back. I knew you weren't here for me. You never gave up about me and blah 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 all this shit and I'm like okay okay I'm trying to keep it calm this and, is so insane yeah. I've never heard this story yeah and he's like snapping on me like yeah this and this like a f-ing demon is coming oh out of this man goodness. and I'm like all right keep my my Uber's already called so like it's like pulled up mm-hmm. and I'm like all right well you know he slams the door on me and then I want to say like a week later he's <laughs> DMing on Instagram can you please come with me to this wedding? I have nobody else to ask. Like nothing's wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Like nothing's wrong. Like nothing. He's like, I'm sorry. Like he's, there's a demon living in that man. It'll come out eventually. He's going to end up unaliving a woman. And I, I feel bad to say that, but he is the type of man to kill somebody. I know what it looks like. And I literally was like, he's either going to kill or just like beat the brakes off them. And keep in mind, there's already stuff out of him like being abusive to one of his baby mamas. So... Mm. Wow, that is insane. Don't doubt it. Very So how psycho. long were you with him? I wasn't with him. We were just like. No, met. like how long were y'all like kind of dating? Probably like a couple months. Because I'm like, how did how did Tisa Risa get this far to be married to, to like not Risa only- Tisa got that far because it was quarantine. She even said she was like pressed to kind of be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, quarantine wasn't shit to do. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand that. But like, y'all, when you see those red flags of a man. Just go ahead and pack it up and leave. Yeah, and honestly, if you got questions, I have no problem asking questions. And you know what's crazy? Like, those what dates are, those are what initial reactions for, mm-hmm. initial meetings are for, to ask questions, to get yeah. to know somebody. And if you see that they lying or if you see that shit ain't adding Well, up, sometimes people really are good liars. Like, I'm not going to lie, the liar I was just talking about was an amazing liar. He was great. I actually think he was such a liar that he would have, he had this one person that would text Every time we were together somewhere in public, and I think that he was texting himself. How Risa Tisa said that she was on the phone, um, that Legion, lion-ass Legion, was on the phone with his brother every morning talking and having a conversation. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the guy that I was dealing with was texting himself every time we were going out. So so he would get texts like, I see you in that bitch winter, and blah, oh, blah, blah. to like make it weird? Yes, like to like uh, have it be weird. And I would be like, oh my God, like who is that? I'm pretty sure it was him texting. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. That's insane. I never knew that story. Yeah. Mouth drop. It's actually said. crazier when I'll tell you the more details. But And then he was like, I swear I'm not. There's an end then? Well, yes. He had me. He had. He had. Um, he. He. At first, I like when I first started talking to him and I saw the red flags, I quit fucking with him. And that's when he was like, I will take a lie detector test. He was like, I will take a lie detector test. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you can choose the play. So I was like, hmm. For the plot, I've never had a man take a lie detector test before, so I'm going to let him do it. Like, you know, like it's for the plot. So I had him take the lie detector test. He passed it. And that's when I allowed the like situation to kind of continue. I I allowed myself to continue dating him. But then it was just like getting too weird, like just Mm -hmm. too much weird shit was happening. So, yeah. It was weird, y'all. It was weird. I was invested in that. Maybe because I know you. I just was not invested in the T. Teresa situation. Maybe I might have to give it a little watch and look and <gasps> see. Because it's like, that was it. I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm crying. Yeah. But, you know, these men be lying. I don't know. It's just like a lot of scary people in this world. Pathological liars, narcissists, left, right, yeah. left, right. And I literally just tweeted that, too. Because I see one of my exes continuously popping up on my fucking timeline. 
and like looks great. But like, it's just so crazy to me when I see somebody who I know has like done terrible things to people and they're just out there living their life. They're successful. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, am I a hater? Because I'm like, when is karma going to fucking hit? Yeah. Like, it's like, (laughs) when is it going to hit? Like, I don't want to be a hater, but it's like you, how do you just go around being terrible to so many people? Yeah. And like, you're just thriving, you know, like, I I mean, Karma always comes. Karma never misses, so it always comes when it's necessary, when it's time. But it always seems that way, though. When you feel like people are doing their best, it's like, how are you even allowed to even live in this grace right right now when you're a horrible fucking person? Well, I hope you're suffering behind closed doors. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what's crazy? That's probably what's going on. Right. People, pathological liars, narcissists, they hide their shit well. Right. And they believe exactly whatever they're going through. That's what I mean. It's like they really believe. They really believe it. The things that they do are like, okay. Uh, It's it's people who lack empathy. Those those people scare me so bad. That's what y'all need to do. This is my really good, my really best advice when it comes to friendships and relationships. Find people and keep people in your life that are empathetic because people with no empathy are scary and they do not give a fuck about anything. You know what's a red flag to me? Like what? if I'm crying mm-hmm. with, the, with with my significant other mm-hmm. and like they're just not even acknowledging because I'm not oh, even crying, yeah. but like just to watch me crying or mm-hmm. just to like not and have any not like, emotions okay. or regard to my crying, right, right, yeah. I'm like, oh, you must be a psychopath because why right. would you watch this beautiful being <laughs> crying like this? Like, why would that even and be? And not be like, moved? Not, yeah, not be moved? Right. Look, yeah. no sympathy? Right. No sympathy? <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. just that, I feel like, but that, but it's also like, you can't be too desperate in relationships, you know? Like, yeah. you really can't. I've always asked questions. I've been an advocate of asking questions. Like, I want to know every single thing. Mm-hmm. And also, like, how'd you get here? Why'd you do it? Where are you doing it from? Yeah. Yeah. It takes time, but I mean... The more questions you ask, the deeper you get to know. And sometimes people do lie, but other times it is. I, like I ask you see, a lot of questions. Yeah, so, it's like yeah. I, I have no problem asking questions. Yeah. I remember we said that in like the literal first episode. Mm-hmm. Ask questions. Yeah. Because, I mean, an idle mind is the devil's playground. You're just going to start making up these scenarios in your head, and that might not even be the case. So, yeah. Well, speaking of crazy relationships. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Our transitions. Yeah. No, actually, I was not even anything crazy, but um, we were going to talk about the movie Mia Culpa. Oh, yeah. Just to give our little review, because we watched it together. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys heard about it. It's the new movie with Kelly Rowland and Trayvante Rhodes. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's his name. Mm-hmm. And um, thoughts? Nah, tell me what you said while we were watching it oh. <laughs> about Beyonce. <laughs> we, were, we were in dead silence watching this, and we were, I was just like, I wonder what Beyonce had to say about this movie. Right, to Jay-Z. To I Jay-Z. Wonder what she said. I wonder what she said to Jay-Z. And then you know what's crazy? I seen a meme about that literally oh, like two I days later. Oh, I think I did too. And it's so and funny I was like, that, it. That's so crazy how that's a lot of people's thought process right. because we've seen like, it has obviously Because Beyonce of, was watching it like this. Like, okay. <laughs> but also like literally, it was a lot of publicity for it because it is Kelly Rowland. And, and, you know, and I would love to say Kelly Rowland acted is- Acted her ass off. Oh, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say she is gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Oh, my goodness. Like, I was, like, stunned by her beauty in this movie. But what I will say about the movie, I was watching this, like, what is this? This shit is terrible. Look, and the sex scene when he was throwing it back. I said... Literally, when I saw her getting having sex, first of all, I was like, Kelly, no. Like, having sex, Kelly Rowland, like, bro. But 
No, when when he was having sex with her with the paint, I was like, yeast infection. <laughs> I literally yelled that out. Yeast infection for sure. I remember one time I had sex in a jacuzzi and I had a yeast infection the literal next day. I was like, I should have never did that shit. Bro, imagine some paint up in that pussy. That's oh, hell no. Acrylic. Acrylic. Hell no. And the way he was throwing that ass back. She, said, <laughs> she said he was throwing that thing back. That thing back. I said he thick. <laughs> he thick as hell. He had more ass than me, baby. No. The only reason the movie was not good, I'm not going to blame it on the actors. It was not the actors. I know they did the best they could with what they had. It mm -hmm. was the script. The way the script was written was like, it was giving very Tyler Perry movie. It was giving Tyler Perry. But, you know, we do always, I mean, I love, as a black community, we support Tyler Perry. Of course, love Tyler Perry. We gotta Perry. support Tyler Perry thick and thin because he has, you know. But you know Tyler Perry has a certain, has a certain kind type. of film. Exactly, you know? he does. And I was thinking, I was like, what is the best Tyler Perry movie that I've seen? And there is a few of them. Maria! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Which one? Got about 32. Right. But um, I think my favorite was, well, not my favorite because they're all a little in some way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. I love, you know, I love Diary of Mad. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I love Literally. That. Yeah. But also, Temptation was a good plot twist. Okay. Temptation was a good plot twist. Mm -hmm. It really was. When she had, when she got the A's, we was, everybody was yes. like, damn. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But, okay, here's here's the thing. And I and I pinpointed it. So I want everybody to pay attention to this next what? time you watch a Tyler Perry movie. The way the script is written. Like, when when um, when um Kelly was walking on the boardwalk with mm -hmm. her little private investigator guy, she goes, she's like, oh, I forgot exactly what she said. But this, it's like the script is like over explaining. It's not natural. She's like, yeah. well, you know that you did do yeah. that drug bust for my brother back in 2000. Because you are FBI right. and federal. Like, like, it's like, just like you're over explaining. Trying yeah. to explain for the audience is making it not natural for mm -hmm. the movie. So I'm like, that's like, like when they're in the scene and they're in the kitchen yeah. and like everybody's caught. She's like. She's busted us. Like, you know, it's just so not natural. It's making it super yeah. corny. And, like, it's not the actors, because I'm sure the actors could have, like, done mm. what they could with they what they had. They but I, I really can say I think it was the script that made it a little, like, what the fuck? Like, okay, what's this going on? It yeah. wasn't – I will give them the plot twist. Like, with – um with, with um, It also moved kind of fast and, like, not smooth transitioning. Yeah. You know? I don't know. It just wasn't a good movie. I'm going to be honest. It wasn't a good movie, but it was beautiful gowns. Beautiful. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful woman. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Beautiful man. Great cast. Yeah. But, um. What do you no. rate it? One out of ten. No, let's do hundred. Like Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Twenty. No, I'm just kidding. <gasps> no, I'm going to say. Forty. Forty. Only because it's Kelly Rowland. And I like Trevante, too. I love a good plot twist at the end, so I'm going to give it. It like was a, a good plot twist. I love a good plot twist at the end. So but I kind of knew that was going to happen, though. I didn't know. But wait a second. What? Hold on. This is not adding up. I just thought about it. What? When we were watching the movie, and now I give it a 20. Now I give it a 20 out of 100. Bro, <laughs> when, the whole reason why were they, they were going to indict the painter was because there were, like, fragments of her skull and hair were found in the painting. Then... The PI was like, there's no record of her being alive and there's no record. How the there's fuck no y'all have her at all? Yeah, what? so how y'all have the DNA? And who fragments? Who's and what skull? fragments? Whose skull, whose hair? That don't make sense. Who's is it? Somebody. That don't probably, make sense. Yeah, it don't. 
We don't know. If you haven't watched the movie, go watch it. Tell us what your uh And ratings. they said it was pool, a pool of blood. They never explained that. They never explained how it was a pool of blood. And and y'all not you're not just going to jail for a random pool of blood in your house. They have to DNA test that shit. Yeah, who's that blood for? And you don't go to jail for a murder if there ain't nobody. Look, honestly, we're gonna have <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a behind the likes plot uh movie story show. Right now I'm pissed off at that fucking movie. I hate that <laughs> damn movie. I'm <laughs> But whatever, that I'll was our like review. A, I'll give it like a, a fifty. I'll give it a fifty. A fifty? The plot was terrible. They didn't even have, okay. I gotta yeah. respect Kelly for being a part of Destiny's Child. I guess so. You know Beyonce thought that was some bullshit. I'm just kidding. I'm crying. No, I'm just joking. Did you did you watch Obsessed by Beyonce? Mm-hmm. Oh, with the white lady? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Beyonce can act, honey. I will she say. She sure can. One thing about it, she, she can. She sure can. I want you to take your pyrolinactics. I want you to get your toothbrush and start with that. Go to the hotel. You scare me. <laughs> um, but um, in other news. In other news. Which I, what you want to talk about? We got more stuff on here. Uh, Nardo, Nardo Wick, Wick being called boring for not drinking and smoking. Does he really not? He said he doesn't. Nardo Wick is a rapper. And he was on that lineup or that stupid thing that's on he YouTube. He does that song. Yeah, you know you fine, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you right. Know you that's fine. him. We don't know. Or is that Rob Forty Two? Or is it Forty Two Doug? No, I'm just kidding. No, Rob 42 it Doug. might. Is it? No. Wait, is it Rob Forty Two? No, Wick has that one. I don't know. But oh, wait, wait. He has that one. What is it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry. So I'm sorry. he's in that. He's on the, those clips where like they have like rappers line up, rate women, or talk to women, or do this yeah. and that, or would you date twenty women versus Nardo? Like, yeah, like I, I, I think it's so stupid. I think it's. I don't. I, don't I actually it. think it's entertaining now. Now have that they got the rappers it? involved, I think it's funny because we get to see their personalities. It's yeah, I love seeing. I love seeing a rapper's personality. Seeing, you know, rappers usually be funny as hell too. They really do. They have some do rhymes. if they're not drugged out. Yeah, true. You know, but. It it be giving secondhand embarrassment to me. It really do. I'm like, ugh. Oh my god, the girls be giving me so much embarrassment. Yo, I'm like, girl, oh my god, it is too be looking crazy. And then I'm like, do y'all purposely get dusty bitches? Like I'm confused. Yeah, I I don't know. I think they get dusty bitches for clickbait. I really do. Mm. I think they get the 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 lowest pick of the litter sometimes. Right. No, because it can't just be but... a lineup of bad bitches. First of all, bad bitches are gonna do that shit. Like, yeah, let's just be real. I'm not doing that. First of all, I'd be taller than everybody there anyways. Yeah, but but he said he don't drink or smoke. Do you think that's boring? I don't. Actually, mm-hmm. I don't care about smoking because I don't smoke weed. But when I date somebody, I want to have a little drink with you. I have dated someone for a little second. I've dated someone for a while who did not drink or smoke. Yeah. But they still knew how to have a good time. Yeah. And they were funny. And it was just like there were other things that, yeah. you know, they didn't do anything. But they were. St- it was still like yeah. a good time. No, and, and I don't fun. mind that as long as you don't judge me. Yeah. Don't, I don't judge, like to me. judge me. Either. I don't, don't be like, do you really need that? Yes. Yes. I do. I do. Like, what the f- like, Do if you I really need 20 shots to run, yeah, it helps. If I need 20 shots on a night out, that's what I need. I'm crying. <laughs> and I don't want to be judged for it. Okay? You know, but I will say when I was dating him, it would be certain things like, I was just a little drunk. What was his name? <laughs> that's how you always do me. Who was it? Oh. Yeah. He doesn't drink. Doesn't drink, doesn't smoke at all. I think he drinks now. I'm no, pretty sure doesn't. I just no, recently took doesn't. a shot with him. But no, he doesn't drink or smoke or do any of that. He didn't drink. Well, when I was talking to him, he didn't do any of those things. So mm-hmm. it literally. I like that my Botox is wearing off and now I can move my eyebrows again. So now I'm like. I've never been able to do that. I can do that again. Let me see. Let me see if Normally I, can I can't do that. I, I've never been able time to do for that. some Botox. But um, yeah, but no. no, he didn't drink or smoke, but he did. He also, I, but I wouldn't. 
when I would get lit or something, or I would blame it on, like, I was just a little drunk, he'd be like, that isn't an excuse. I'm like, no, it literally is an excuse. Right, no, you don't understand it it's an excuse. It really is an excuse. Uh, you know how much shit I be doing when I'm drunk. No. I be acting an ass, bro. Yeah. I be putting people through the damn ringer, especially, like, when I was single. Yeah. And I would, oh, my, tear Ask my exes. They, I will terrorize them. No, I can vouch for that, I'm too. I'm not trying to terrorize like, them. I'm like, Winter, you don't got to say all Bitch, I hate them. I swear. Like, and it'll be, I haven't talked to them for six months. I got some Just randomly, to randomly cost you. <laughs> Yo, this is what Winter would, this is what Winter used to do all the time. When we would be like, little whatever, or at your house. We'd have a few bottles of wine. She'd get yeah. quiet out of nowhere. Maybe <laughs> walk to the back. And next thing you know, you hear, and another motherfucker. <laughs> Then we'd be like, who is she talking to? One, two, I why just, is she talking to them out of nowhere like this? Because I feel like when I'm sober, I can like, I really am good at not talking to people, you know? Yeah. And then when I get drunk, I'm like, I got some shit to say. You know what I don't like when, when people, when people say that so like a drunk mind is sober thoughts. I'm like, I've said some of the most outlandish shit when I'm drunk and I will yeah. literally be like, I really was just drunk i did not mean that right because no so i'm not gonna lie i used to go way too far like i yeah. used to go way too far. like i'll help your granny die your legs yeah. get cut off die in the fire like <laughs> i'm not even joking like and i really had to be like okay i've got I remember when i was like and fuck your granny too <laughs> <laughs> like it gets serious but um whatever i don't think it's boring Niggas if you're not a good grannies. time yeah just don't judge us don't yeah, just don't, don't judge, judge us. i don't think it but i think it's fine i think that like you know to each his own honestly and i'm not ever gonna put drugs or alcohol on somebody else like you know yeah. do this to have a good time right like, no no you no, don't no. need it i don't fun. yeah i feel like when people tell me oh i don't drink or i'm sober all right because i don't like when you say i'm not drinking and people shove a shot down your throat yeah you, you know? shove shots down my throat all the time because you drink okay that is true <laughs> i i i i always think i don't say it sometimes i do i'd be like so who in your family was an alcoholic you say that because you're trying to see if it's genetic so that if you guys have kids, they'll be a drug But you addict. know, remember that movie Antoine Fisher? One, like his dad was a really bad alcoholic. His dad was a drunk, all this yes. stuff. And he he went one way and his brother went the complete opposite. So mm -hmm. sometimes people like just look at people before them and be like, I don't want to be that. So I don't even want to touch a substance right. or a drug. Or like when Cat Williams said that he was like, I was in the street. I, I also don't really believe that Cat Williams wasn't, wasn't doing something besides really? some weed. But whatever, that's just me. Yeah, he was like, I, I definitely smell a little cocaine. Yeah, I smell a little cocaine on him or something. Yeah. something. Them mug shots was a little too uh, <laughs> too crazy, <laughs> for real. I mean, I don't know. I grew up around a lot of addicts, and I um, never wanted to be a crackhead. Yeah. Like, straight up, never wanted to you be know? a crackhead. I was thankful my mom wasn't a crackhead, but addiction does run in my, well, like, run in some of my family members, mm -hmm. and I did grow up seeing, like, my mom's friends being drug addicts, yeah. seeing my mom lose friends and die because of drugs, so really? I grew up, I was like, I do not want to be a crackhead, yeah. so, I, I feel know, like I feel know? like I could probably try a little crack and be all right. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know why I say that? And I bet I you have tried a little crack. No, <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was telling my friend, I, my, one of my friends said that they recently just thought that they uh, their cleaning lady was on meth. And I was like, honestly. I, sometimes people really be bro, working and be on drugs. I literally said that. I was like, I remember that time I got offered meth. I was like, what makes you think that I look like I would ever try like, or do meth in right. my life? I'm telling you, I've like, seen that. Yep. I've had people he was bust a out meth. Exactly. But he was a barback. And them dishes was the cleanest I've ever seen him in my <laughs> he life. He said, squeak, squeak, squeak. I was like, I was telling her, I was like, girl, let her just stay. Watch your shit, but let her stay. She gonna, your house going to be clean as ever.
No, for real. They gonna get it done. T- trust me, I had a couple crackhead aunties. I'm crying. I'm telling you, they would get shit done, okay? They'd be up until 6 a.m. 6 a.m. the next day. I'm crying. Not even joking. I don't have an addictive personality, but I would never do any drugs or do anything like that. But I don't, I don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I ain't never tried, but I'm just <laughs> I don't have an addictive personality. Yeah, I, I really drugs don't. Drugs scare me. You know drugs, yeah, drugs scare, scare me. me too. I don't know. Drugs scare me. <laughs> I might pop a perky every now and then. What? No, you <laughs> you I ain't never popped a perk in my life. I'm crying. No, but, but yeah, I don't I don't know. Just drugs aren't for me. And everybody's on the shroom wave now. I'm not even I'm yeah, just, no. I just shrooms. Remember I did shrooms for my 30th and I was like, I don't really like it. I don't like Bro, it. I have so many friends who just be like, time for the shrooms. And I'm like, oh, I don't I'm want not, to. Here's my thing. I'm not against trying, like, you know, like certain little things. I'd be like, you know what, whatever. And I'm like, if I like it, I do. If I don't, I don't. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But crack is where I draw the I'm line. Just I'm just scared to have, like, a bad trip. I feel like I would yeah. be the bitch to have a bad trip. I like those. You know, ashwagandha is, oh, yeah, ashwagandha. Ashwagandha yeah. is a thing out here that people do a lot. But I've heard so many times. Well, that as a vitamin, though, right? No, Ashwa, no, or is it, what is it, Aaron, when people, they go on these trips and they drink tea in the desert? Oh. Ayahuasca. Uh, Ayahuasca. 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 I've heard that, like, people get addicted to that. They say it's like a re-cleanse of, like, your body, but. That's a little too much for me. But I I know now so many people, one of my friend's Mm -hmm. sister, she's actually, she actually written a movie about it, Mm -hmm. and it's actually going to be coming out soon in Sunday, so I'm excited for that. But I know, right? So, literally, her sister turned into a schizophrenic <gasps> because of ayahuasca. so many trips to ayahuasca and there's so many stories of mm-hmm. like family members close to you like just going down this like like path yeah this path right this like mental from trip. like from literally like psychedelic drugs or drugs that like yeah are cleansing i can't or the psychedelics bro i'm, I'm sorry i cannot either. first of really all of. i got a little too many things going on in this brain yeah. already i've already battled yeah. and f- and and one mental illness okay yeah. I don't need to fuck that shit. Yeah. My chemical balance needs to stay balanced. Liquor I, is I enough that. for me. And yeah. sometimes that'd be too much. And that, yeah, sometimes that'd be sometimes too much be for too me. Much. Sometimes like, I'd be depressed. Right. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I'd be t- depressed days after alcohol, anxious as yeah. fuck, like going through shit, thinking I'm depressed. I'm not depressed. You've just been drinking for yeah, two days straight. Yeah, I've been drinking for two days straight. My livers so, need a break. Right. So, but, you know, there's that. Whatever. You gave us five minutes, 10 minutes ago. <laughs> well, let's do some. Uh, <laughs> do we have time to get into the advice? We can just read it real quick. Where are we at? All right, hold on. I just got one recently. I didn't read it, though. All right, unless you got something. Um, Somebody did DM me something. I got one right here. Okay, go ahead. I don't, I don't know what it is. Advice segment. Hey, Winter and Shy, I need some advice, and this might be a little lengthy, but I'll make it as short as I can. For my whole life, I was raised by my mom, quote, unquote. She did what she had to do to keep me and my two sisters fed, clothed, and living a decent life. However, she never worked and has always lived a low-income lifestyle. <clears throat> As I got older, she started to turn even more bitter towards me. She would get angry and call me the N-word, B-word, and all types of names. Wait, is her parents white? Keep in mind, she's white. Now I'm an adult with my own children doing good for myself, and the disrespect continues, except she teams up against me with my siblings, too. I cut them all off for six months, but they recently reached out to me for a relationship. I have ignored the messages and calls because even after six months, I still hear that they talk terribly about me to each other my sisters even posted a disgusting facebook status about me after trying to reconnect with me should i cut them off for good or give them another chance mm. um that's weird as hell why is your mom calling you the n-word yeah that's i'm gonna a say little... f- no that's weird <clears throat> i'm sorry i be hearing stories about that 
Um, it, 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 uh, it upsets me so bad because I know that there are good parents who are white who have children of color, and that just is so fucked up. But no, cut that bitch the fuck off. I'm sorry. I will say to protect your peace at all costs, and however long that takes for you to do, do that. Yeah. And if you want to be open and willing to communicate with them in the future, by all means, you could do that too. I wouldn't judge you for that, but right now it seems like if they're still – to date making disgusting posts about you, maybe you should keep that peace a little longer. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, but definitely. it is weird. I don't that would that would be insane for me to call me. Is it is she adding the ER or just saying A? Like I'm <laughs> like I'm is she like, like what's that like that no like, you know, <laughs> Yeah, like what to what extent is she going that deep? Right. Like I don't know. If it's that disrespectful, always protect your peace first. And like, you know, I'm big I'm an advocate for family. I'm big on my family. I could not imagine a day without being beefy with my sisters. You know what I'm saying? For that long. So I don't know. I'm always receptive to, you know, my yeah. sisters have beefed and lived and like done that. Yeah. And I'm like, we need to talk. I'm that sister right. would be like, stop right. crying <laughs> and <the> fighting. <laughs> so I'm always yeah. an advocate of like family over everything. F-O-E, you know what I'm saying? F-O-E, but if they, F-O-E. If, they, if they doing all that, baby, protect your peace. Right. Well, also just a reminder, guys, our merch has dropped. So please go check it out. Hey, band man with mics, band man with mics, band man with mics, band man with mics. Hey, band man with mics, band man with mics. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Wait, we got to do the ad. Oh, we don't have any ad today. Okay, cool. I looked. All right. Thank you for watching. Love you. Bye. Bye.